Are you looking for a better way to create your dream life? How to create wealth so you can enjoy your hobbies, friends, and family even more? Then this podcast is for you. We're Chris and Paul, and we're on a mission to help regular women and men gain access to passive income opportunities. Income opportunities that most people never even hear of. So let's start the show and create your fortune in wealth, health, and life, one step at a time. Hey everybody, Chris here. Today we're going to talk about, is this real? Most people cannot believe that there's an other investment opportunity outside the stock market. And when you start talking about the returns and the way the process works, at first uh, it can seem a little suspect. You know, wait a minute, how am I going to go and buy these larger multifamily assets alongside you guys and and get these great returns and and so on? And uh, I'm here to tell you that it is real. Uh, I have verified it. Uh, I, I started in the space in, in trading land and buying single families and fixing and flipping and kind of worked my way up through the process over multiple years and and found that it is possible. And the cool thing about this uh, investment vehicle, having a sponsor group or doing a syndication, is that you can come in as a passive investor and get the maximum benefit of everything that we might get as sponsors, but you don't have to do the work, which is really cool. So let's let's talk about what that looks like. You know, let's say from a single family perspective as an investor, and then getting into the multifamily space and how uh, we can show you it's real, and then how you can how you can verify it's real uh, in your own way. So let's talk about single family first. You know, if if you were to go out and buy a single family property on your own, and you wanted to create some wealth, you might put some money down uh, or take your existing residence when you move and turn it into a rental. Uh, If you put some money down and you buy a property, you then uh, have to renovate it, fix it up, maintain it uh, in some way, shape or form throughout the years, the life of the, of the whole, hold cycle. And then you have to have some debt on it usually, unless you pay cash and you'll collect the rents and you're going to have to deal with, you know, vacancy, maintenance, CapEx expenditures like roofs and HVAC. And that's not maintenance. Those are the big issues you have to put a little money aside for. And you have to put a little money aside for the small things that come up. And then you have to put a little money aside for the vacancy because no matter what, no matter how good you are with with turning tenants in and out, you're going to have vacancy. It could be a week. It could be two months, three months, who knows? So you got to factor all that stuff in. And then when you're all done, um, if you include your own time, your own personal hours into the asset um, or dealing with tenants, you have to then deduct all of that stuff out of your profit. And that's where you end up with a net net profit, right? And then of course there's capital gains or income tax and things like that you got to pay. So it's easy to figure out if you buy a single family property, how the returns work. You buy something, you minus the debt and all the expenses and the maintenance and your time, and then you end up with some sort of a return. Um, anyone who's owned a single family can attest to the fact that it's just not really fun usually because you have toilets and tenants and vacancies and pests and things you got to deal with right on a day-to-day basis. And if you have a full-time career, that's not something that, uh, you look forward to. And if something goes wrong, you got to deal with it or got to pay a maintenance person to deal with it, which eats into your profit. So you end up not making a whole lot of money by the time it's all said and done. That was my experience. 
I had land and single families and I'd been doing that for a while, but I had multiples and I'd built a portfolio up over a while and I had enough income to then go and start a property management company of my own where it was in-house. So we ran everything, which maximized our profits and it made sense, but it was hard to scale, right? You know, you get a dozen single families or so. It's not the same as buying one 100 unit complex. So how is it real for passive investors? Because that's my perspective from an owner operator uh, of these portfolios and single family assets. Well, the way it's real is when Sterling Rhino Capital started, we had in mind that we would scale. In order to scale, we had to bring passive investors in alongside with our equity to buy these assets. And the reason it's real is because we basically just scaled out the single family model and offset the risk with more doors and offset the cost with a on-site property management company because of the volume, they give us a discount, right? So in a single family unit, you might pay eight to 10% a month out of your profit and then pay half to one full month's rent every time you turn that house. Ouch, that's a lot of money. Whereas in multifamily, you might pay three to four percent, maybe five percent uh, monthly ongoing management fee, and that's about it. Other than setup cost and such, which obviously, if you do the math, it's it's a lot lower cost, right? Um, so, pretty cool there. And then we bring in passive investors alongside us that put money in along with our money, and then we buy these assets. And the reason it's so advantageous for passive investors, and it's real, is because unlike a single family residence, the cost is absorbed in the volume. So if you put, let's say, for example, I'm going to use an easy number and say $100,000 into an asset, and let's say three to five years down the road, that asset you know, I'm going to use again, easy math. This is not an offering or a guarantee or anything, but let's just use easy math and say the money doubles in five years. Well, 100,000 turns into 200,000. Now, let's say your cash flow was 6% every year. Well, that's $30,000 over a five-year period. So if your money doubled in five years and you took the $30,000 in cash flow off the top, that's $70,000 left in profit. So when the deal exits, you got your 100 back plus your 70 in profit. And then you, of course, lived off of the 30,000 in cash flow that you got over the five-year period for a total of $100,000 in return for your 100,000 invested. Now, again, that's not, not an exact number. Sometimes they're lower, sometimes they're higher, but that's easy math, right? For you to figure out. Uh, whereas if you put money in a single family residence and you end up with vacancy, maintenance, downtime, you know, CapEx issues, and you're not managing all of that money and the reserves you're supposed to have properly, uh, your returns can go down quite a bit, quite a bit more than that, certainly. Um, and then, of course, every time you sell a single family or you make income off of that, you got to pay taxes on that. Whereas with multifamily, we do these cost segregation studies that give you some additional uh, write-offs and depreciation you can utilize. Of course, you want to talk to your CPA about that. So how is it real? Well, it's real based on scale. It's real based on the power of a larger group doing it together. And so what's great about it is as a passive investor, you don't have to do anything. You put your money in alongside us. You're on the LLC. Of course, you're protected and you can invest with an entity, your own LLC if you want. You get to share in the cash flows or the upside and the rental income. And then you get to share in the equity when we exit or refinance the asset. Then you get some depreciation along the way to write off uh, some of those taxes potentially. Of course, you've got to talk to your CPA and, and it's based on your circumstances, right? But that's how it's real. It's actually just scaling the model and reducing the risk by scaling. And then, of course, putting the trust in the hands of a sponsorship group like Sterling Rhino Capital that is, is doing larger scale deals and multiple deals regularly. Um, to protect your your money, right? The other thing is, 
you know, it can, it can seem a little nerve wracking to try something new. You know, it's easy when you go across the street and buy your, someone's house and then you rent it. Um, and you're not even thinking really about the profit and loss. You're thinking, oh, real estate's always going to go up. And I mean, you know, obviously it doesn't always go up. Sometimes it goes down a little and then it goes back up, but historically it's grown. It's actually outgrown the stock market for sure, especially when you add in cash flow and depreciation. But it feels better for whatever reason, right? Because we're all comfortable with what we know. And and it's it's folks that create generational wealth that are outside their comfort zone, right? Although syndication and sponsorship of these larger multifamily assets is kind of in the middle. It's not as risky as you might think, uh, and uh, it's just a matter of actually vetting the sponsorship group. So how can you feel comfortable and how do we know this works? Well, when I first started in the space, I passively invested as a limited partner in multiple deals so I could understand the space before I even got into it. And I'm invested in over 3,500 doors nationwide, just passively, right? Not including the assets that we own at Sterling Round of Capital. So I invested so that I could see how the process worked and it was great. And there were some groups that were better than others at communication or even on the returns. But I I quickly found that it was real and that the distributions come every month or quarter, depends on which which investment you're in. And then you had some write-offs and you had some upside when the deals exited and it worked. It made sense. And then it was a matter of just qualifying the sponsor group, asking all the right questions. You know, How many years have you been in business? How many deals have you done? Um, What's your previous background? What's your personal situation? Um, Maybe a credit check, right? Or personal background check. There's all these things that you can do to vet a sponsorship group uh, to make you feel more comfortable, but it's not unlike uh, doing business with someone else. You know, you go and you do business with a financial advisor or you do business with a customer, you do business with a friend or family. Uh, you want to vet that process, right? You want to ask a lot of key questions and we'll deep dive more into the types of questions you should be asking, but that's the simple story, right? So how do I know it works? Well, I know it works because I started in the land and single family space, did a little bit of construction and, and learned about the processes and the profits through that. And then I passively invested, just like maybe perhaps you might be looking at doing uh, and experienced all of that, plus experienced not only exiting deals, so full cycle deals where they sell and you get your returns so you can see how it all works from front to back. But we also exited our own deals that we sponsor and that we are passive investors in, right? So I had a chance to see through our own business model, multiple deals go through full cycle and then exit. And fortunately, those deals outperformed our our promise to investors, which was great, right? Because you always want to go in conservative and be the hero when everything works out great. Um, so, so that was awesome. So, so I know based on my experience that it works, it's just a matter of asking the right questions and understanding the numbers. And that's something that we pride ourselves in here is, is that we try to hand hold and walk people through that process. Some people are very comfortable, even if they've never done it. They're like, nope, I get it. I know real estate rocks and I'm just ready to put some money in. Let's go. And if they're qualified, we've had conversations with them and whatnot, then they jump in. Others are like, look, it's my first time. I have my emergency savings. I have my reserve funds. Here's how much money I have in net worth. And I feel comfortable investing X amount of dollars. Um, But can you explain the whole process and the type of questions maybe I should be asking you, which is a great question, by the way, Uh, asking me which questions you should be asking me because I'll give you a bunch of them. And oftentimes investors don't ask questions. They don't ask enough of the important questions. They're really focused on returns. And while those are great and relevant, they're not as important as some of the other questions. So uh, I hope this makes you feel a little bit more comfortable about how the process works and uh, that it is real. Uh, It's just a matter of 
uh, vetting the sponsor groups and understanding the process and deep diving and educating yourself and uh, and then uh, and then just you know getting into it you know just asking questions maybe perhaps that um, might be a little uncomfortable even for a sponsor and if it's uncomfortable then that's probably a good sign that you highlight that because um, if you're a sponsor group then you should have no problem uh, answering any questions or giving any data that uh, that a potential limited partner asks for so. Uh, anyways, this is Chris. I hope you found a lot of value in this episode. Stay tuned for more. We're going to cover all kinds of great stuff, and uh, and we look forward to uh, to to sharing uh, more knowledge with you. Thanks. If you're ready to start creating your fortune today, head over to createyourfortunepodcast.com forward slash income. When you get to the page, there are two options. Option one is for you if you're not sure exactly how the investment process works or how to get ready to be an investor. We've created a short, fast class you can sign up for that will walk you through the steps and answer questions like, what does a good investment look like? And so much more. It even includes an audio version so you can quickly learn on the go as you golf, go to your day job, or work out. Just think. In a couple of days, you can start listening and learning about creating your fortune and not be stuck wondering, do I even have enough to retire? And then option two is for you if you're a sophisticated or accredited investor and have money to invest, you just need to talk to us about our next investment opportunity. You can quickly schedule a call with us and we can walk you through your options on how to get dividends flowing right away. We can help you create a plan to have three to 10,000 or even more in passive income every month that's reliable, safe, and steady. Ditch the small returns and unpredictable growth. Head over to createyourfortunepodcast.com forward slash income. And let's build the life of your dreams today.